together. Psalm 145, two verses, starting with verse 1. I will extol you, my God, O King, and I will bless your name forever and forever. Every day I will bless you, and I will praise your name forever and forever. Father, we quiet ourselves before you. We have lifted high the shout of praise, and we have with exuberance blessed you today, celebrating who you are. But we quiet ourselves now. We still ourselves before you. We gather around your, your, your chair, as it were, your throne, longing for you to speak to us, needing you to impart into us some word that will transform and change our lives. I pray that that would happen today, God. Speak to us. Change us by your word. And we give you praise for that in Jesus' name. Come on and say amen. I remember when Karen was pregnant with Elliot. <clears throat> my man child <laughs> I don't know there's just something about having a boy for, for me I was very very excited about having a boy however I wasn't going to name him Elliot I had a different name in mind you see when it comes to naming children we go to great crazy lengths to try to figure out what we should name them. We look at baby name books, we get on the internet and we look and, and we maybe even climb our family tree, don't we? Maybe there's somebody way back that we'd like. My, great, uh, my grandmother's name was Bessie, Bessie Fay. We didn't go there, but... But I wanted to name Elliot Morgan Foster. She still cringes as I say it today. Karen said, we're not naming our son after a bar drink. She said, that sounds too much like something you'd order at the bar. Give me a Bloody Mary, a Tom Collins, and a Morgan Foster, you know. So when she rolled it out like that, I, I said, well, I, maybe you have a point. And so we stayed away from Morgan Foster. And we landed with Elliot, Karen named our son. And I'm so glad she did, because Elliot is Elliot. No other name would fit him. I've called him a few other names, but I'm talking about his birth name, his given name, Elliot. And it's Elliot Boyd. Boyd is his grandfather's on Karen's side. It's his middle name. And it was actually a last name in generations before, all the way straight from Scotland. Got Scottish blood flowing through his veins. So it's, it's something to have a family name attached, isn't it? Anybody named after a, an ancestor or a great aunt or a, a lot of us? Doesn't that mean something to you? It should. So Elliot Boyd comes along. Great. Then we find out, Elliot is only six months old, we find out we're going to have another baby. And after I got up off the floor from passing out, 
we went through all of the rigmarole again of naming a baby and we decided this time we weren't even going to find out the gender you know there's very few things that could actually surprise you anymore here's one wait until the delivery of the baby before you even know the gender before you name the baby it was a wonderful surprise Butler's the only one we did this with so we went back and forth on names and Karen she came up with with Butler something really out of left field that we'd never heard of never heard of anybody else being named this and every time we would say it to someone they would say huh <laughs> so we stopped telling people I remember we decided well we like it and we're just not gonna deal with all that so once she gets here we're gonna name her if it's a girl now let, watch this if it was a boy she's gonna let me name the boy and I was gonna name that boy Morgan Foster so I didn't even get a name a dog Morgan Foster how's that work so delivery day January 20th she's gonna turn 15 in just a few days can you believe it crazy delivery day and what comes out a little girl a little girl and I say that on the video we, we videoed some of this and I'm like oh it's a little girl and I was so excited and we of course already knew the name it was going to be Butler so I'm on the phone telling people I remember Karen I talked talk to Tammy and so I called Tammy my oldest sister yeah it's a little girl oh what'd you name her Butler what <laughs> Butler say it one more time I said we named her Butler she's like well what are you gonna call her <laughs> I said Butler but that was kind of the reaction and it was you know when we had to deal with this for a little bit but can you imagine any other name for Butler than Butler I've never heard somebody said yeah I never heard of anybody else male or female it's so unique and that's what I love about it is because Butler is so unique and it fits her to a T Butler is actually Butler Ray named after my father so we got a little bit of that in there so then Karen gets pregnant again I know <laughs> it was funny because we were actually my sister had gotten pregnant and she's trying to talk Karen into Karen like she's gonna do this by herself but anyway getting pregnant we're married Shall I move on? She wants us to get pregnant, and so we'll have this baby at the same time. And we just discussed this, and we decided, no, you know what? We've got two. We've got a boy and a girl. It's just the perfect setup. All the while we're having this conversation, Karen is pregnant. And so with a name like Butler for your second, you can't really have your third child be named Sue. Something. She had to be unique. And so we came up with the name Harris for the third child we found out it was going to be a girl and so it was going to be Harris and um, we were having a conversation with Elliot he was probably around three years old two or three years old and we said Elliot if you could name this baby what would you name the baby he said well if it's a boy I would name him Ezekiel okay yeah call him Zeke I don't know so random and then he said, and if it's a girl, mm, I, think, I think Daisy would be a nice name. Three years old, we laughed and laughed and laughed. Now, if my last name was Gonzalez, that might be appropriate. A lot of Hispanics name their, their girls Daisy. 
but it was so random and out of left field. Where did Daisy come from? And we just, we would talk about this and told our, our family and our friends, and they started giving cards and, and giving little Daisy gifts. They're like, oh, well, that's it. She's going to be called Daisy. And so all the while Karen's pregnant and carrying Harris, everybody's calling her Daisy. And we almost officially named her Daisy, but we officially named her Harris, but she's always just been our little Daisy. Where is she, by the way? There she is. I'm looking for you on the front row. Our little lovely flower, Daisy Faye and Butler Ray. Can you tell I'm from Terre Haute, Indiana? <laughs> Woo! Why all the hassle? Why all the effort? Let me tell you something. Names are important. Names have value. Names mean something. Johnny Cash cashed in on the idea. He had a song years ago, and it was called A Boy Named Sue. Mm -hmm. Nothing ever written like it. In this song, an absentee father names his son Sue so that when he's older, he'll learn to defend himself. Names have meaning. Does anybody know what your name means, by the way? Dan, what's your name mean? What is it? Judge? What's your name mean? Anybody know, Debbie? Busy Bee, that's right. Deborah, right? Beloved, whatever. <laughs> Mitch, what's your name mean, man? Louder. Like God. Ooh, pretty powerful. Anybody over here, you know what your name means, Mike? Who is like God? Somebody raise your hand back here. Fear? Pure. Miss Bonnie? Sweet spirit for Bonnie Parrish. Could it be more appropriate? Moses, what's your name mean? Drawn from the water. Butler, what's your name mean? Male servant, okay. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Good night, everyone. Have a good day. Cora, what's your name mean, sis? Help. Anybody else over here, you know what your name means? Our names have me. I found out what my name means as I studied for this series. My name, Stephen, means, are you ready for this? Crown or royalty. You didn't know you were looking at royalty today, did you? Come on now. Royalty. I, I, I attached to it. I mean, I, I thought, wow, that, I, I love that. That means something to me. My name has a variety of meanings, depending on who's saying my name. My kids call me dad. My dad calls me son. Many of you call me Pastor Steve. My sisters call me Stephen Lee. My wife calls me Steve or idiot, depending on the day. I'm just being real with you today. What, what comes to your mind when I say the, the Bible name Jacob? 
Does anyone know what Jacob translates? Hans. That's right. Jacob means deceiver. And if your name is Jacob today, I'm sorry. I didn't make this up. Fortunately, if you will remember the, the story of Jacob, he wrestled with God. He, he wrestled with an angel of the Lord. And he said, I'm not leaving here till you bless me. God touched him in his hip. He walked with the limp for the rest of his life, but that's not all that God did. God also changed his name. Does anybody know Jacob's new name? Israel. Do you know what Israel means? It's all right. One who wrestles with God. Certain names may bring to your mind certain thoughts, certain feelings. For instance, when I say the name Nimrod, Jezebel, or Judas, there probably will be a negative connotation attached. If I say the name David, Daniel, Ruth, all this just for human names. What about God's name? Or better said, God's names. When it comes to God, His name is more than a title, church. When it comes to God, His name is a statement of His character. His name is a glimpse of His personhood. His name is a revelation of His very being. Throughout Scripture, God uses a variety of names in various situations to reveal himself to us that we might know him and trust him. Today, we launch into a brand new series entitled, Hello, My Name is God. On the backside of the pew with the tithing envelopes, there should be a name badge. I want everybody to get a name badge. If you're in the front row, you'll have to ask someone in the back behind you, please. Everybody quickly get a name badge. There should also be some, some Sharpies that you could pass around. I want you to get your name badge and put your first name on this name badge just as quickly as you can. Find a name badge. Find a Sharpie. Put your name on it. Stick it to your shirt to your clothing and when you have that all done please stand hurry up just scribble your name down first name is fine put that put that right there hello my name is stand to your feet Everybody, come on, I want everybody's participation today. One thing you can say when you leave La Palma Christian Center, you got a workout by the time you left. We're going to have you doing all kinds of things. Raise your hand. Come on, stand up. <laughs> all right. Now I want you to take a moment, and I want you to go and find someone, hopefully, that you've never met, and call them by name and tell them Happy New Year and introduce yourself. But look at the name and find out who, what their name is. Go and greet someone. We have several visitors with us today. 
Wonderful. All right, let me ask you to return to your seat. everybody. Let me have you find your seat. Let's do something. You can be seated. Here's your assignment for today. I want you to leave your name badge on. Leave your name badge on, and if you're going out to eat, maybe it will be an opportunity for you to tell anyone who asks, why do you have a name badge on, that we're trying to learn who God is and discover his names. So let this serve as an opportunity for you to go through an open door to witness to somebody and tell them about our great and mighty God. Does that sound good to everybody? Over the next several weeks, we're going to study the names of God in order to discover who God is and also who he has promised to be in our lives. There are so many facets of God, so many characteristics of our God. I want to know him like I've never known him before. How about you? As we find out his names, we find out who he is. Today, we're going to start and launch out this series by understanding the importance of honoring God's names. His name is unlike any other name. It's not ordinary in any way. And so we must honor the name of God. In order to honor the name of God, we've got to study the name of God, and that's what we're going to do for the next several weeks. We're going to look closely at who God is, who he said he was, who he will be for us. Let me start today by giving you three reasons why I feel we should study the names of God. I would love for you to take notes, all who can, Jot down a few things. This will be helpful to you for the entirety of this series. Hello, my name is God. You'll be able to go back to this launching sermon and, and, and understand uh, the various names and, and put them into the proper perspective as you jot down just a few things, like these three reasons, for instance, that we should study the names of God. Reason number one, well, we're commanded to honor the name of God. It's not a suggestion, folks. It's actually one of the top ten, uh, Exodus 20 and verse 7, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. 
perhaps one of the most abused and disregarded commandments of the ten. It's so careless the way our society especially talks about God. We've even weaved it into our, our everyday vernacular. OMG. What's OMG? Oh my God. Maybe I'll be a little nitpicky. Maybe I'll go over the top a little bit with this. But I, I, my point is God's name is to be revered and honored. It's to be respected. Our society, they have every excuse because there are, many of them don't even know God, see? So they're almost excused. But what about the church? The church has taken this lackadaisical stance on God's name and uses it in an ordinary way when it's not ordinary at all. It's still to be honored and respected. It is a name that is above every other name, a name that has power and authority, a name that we can run to. We're commanded to honor the name of the Lord our God. By the way, that doesn't mean just refraining from cussing. <laughs> you may say, well, I don't say GD. No, but I wonder if you go to movies that say GD. Oh, did I say that out loud? See, we'll pay. We'll, oh, I, I, let me move on. I want to get on my, uh, my soapbox right there. We'll go and pay good money to have somebody else say GD in our, in our spirits. Hello? Is this microphone on? I want to encourage you, uh, as we study the name, remember we're commanded to honor his name, revere that name. And when we do, we actually are honoring our own name. Because, as I told you before, I'm royalty. I'm the king's son. I'm part of the father's family. So as I honor his name, I honor my own name. Secondly, the reason I feel we should study, take the time to study the names of God, we're compelled to praise his name. Number two, we are compelled to praise his name. Back to our text here today, Psalm 145, I will extol you, my God, my King. I will bless your name forever and ever, every day I will bless you, I will praise your name forever and ever. To me, there is this compelling to God that no matter what I'm facing, God is still God and I still have to praise Him. I still have to bless Him. I still have to thank Him. I still have to worship Him. I'm compelled to this. Now, this will take discipline because as you maybe noticed, I emphasize I will. Somebody say, I will. I will. Mm -hmm. Because praise is a matter of your will. 
We are not puppets on God's string and our mouths are forced to go open and closed. We can decide I will praise him or we can decide to sit back and not praise him. But as for me in my house, I've already made up my mind and I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall always be in my mouth. Hallelujah. It is a matter of discipline. You've got to make up your mind. You've got to decide. Not just when the sun shines, not just when the the bonuses come. You've got to say, I am going to praise him. I will praise him. It's a compelling. It will take discipline. It will take consistency. Can you bring this text back up for me, please? It says, every day. Forever and ever, I will bless you. Just because you praised him today and you got your praise on today and you work things out with God today, let me tell you something, a Monday morning's coming. A Monday morning's coming. Unless, Unless the rapture of the church happens today, there's a Monday morning coming. It's coming tomorrow morning. And with Monday mornings may come tribulation and trial and and, and temptation. So just because you praised him today, you've got a new day tomorrow, and you've got to make up your mind, I will praise him on Monday. I will praise him on Tuesday. I will praise him on Wednesday and on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then I'm going to gather with the saints again, and I'm going to praise him all over again. Every day, forever and forever, I will praise the Lord. Thank you. Come on and get your praise on, child. (laughs) Woo, somebody's with me. Number three, why are we studying the names of God? Why am I taking this time at the beginning of the year to study the names of God? I believe we're challenged. The challenge is to trust the name. Proverbs 18.10, I love this scripture. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. Somebody say strong tower. The righteous, that's you and me, by the way, not by anything I've done, not by anything you've done, but Jesus declares us righteous, and those of us who have decided to follow him, those of us who trust in his name, those of us who believe in his name, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The righteous run into it, look at it, and they're safe. Now, the word safe suggests something to me. It suggests that There's a need for safety. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. It's a fortified place. It's a safe haven. The righteous can run to it and they find safety. The challenge comes in do we call on the name of the Lord or do we call on somebody else's name? Do we go to the throne or do we go to the phone? And I'll just be honest with you, many times I go to the phone first. I'll call Karen. She's the first human that I will go to when I'm in trouble or when I need, when I need help, when I need advice. And since I'm being honest here, sometimes I go to her before I go to God. Yes, there I confessed it to you and God. But we're human, aren't we? 
this is probably our human nature. I, I'm going to get to God, believe me. He might, hopefully he's going to be second. And, I, and then I get my priorities back in order and I put him back first, see. But sometimes, I'm just saying sometimes, I might call on Karen first. So my challenge, even for me, is to call on the name that can really help me and call on that name first. Go ahead and call your mother. How many call your mom when you need something sometimes? You still call your mom. I'd love to be able to call my mom today, but I can't do that. So I, I don't, I'm not saying eliminate everybody else. I'm just saying let's call on the, the name that can really get it done first. The name of God. It will be a challenge to run into this name. But those who are up to the challenge, anybody up to the challenge here this morning? Amen. It's still morning. I got three more minutes before I start talking about the afternoon. Those who are up to the challenge, you're going to find his name is strong. Those who are up to the challenge, you're going to find that his name is safe. You'll, you'll find his name is secure. You'll find his name is a refuge. You'll find that his name is a shelter. Hallelujah. You can run into that name and you will be safe. You will be fortified. You will be secure. This is why we study the names of God. I want to give you three quick foundational principles that I want you to refer back to as we look with our magnifying glass over these next several weeks at each individual name that we will study. There's so many of, of the names of God, I, I can't do an exhaustive series here. I'm doing what I feel the Holy Spirit would have me teach for this, sir, this church. But these foundational principles, I'm giving you three today, they will also be of benefit to you as we, as we continue on in this series. First of all, principle number one, God gave his name in order to reveal his person. I believe the names of God are gifts from God. Leave that up there for just a moment longer, if you will. I'm, I'm flying through this, I know, but some people are taking notes. God gave his name in order to reveal who he is. It's revealing his, it's a revelation here. When you understand the name of God, you understand God. It's a revelation of who he is. It's a gift from God. Each name and each aspect of his name is like this precious gift all its own. It's God telling us who he is. It's not man's assessment of what he thinks God is. It's God speaking of himself. It's God describing himself. Perhaps you remember in Exodus chapter 3, God calling Moses to go to Pharaoh to deliver God's people. How many remember this story? Demanding the release of the Israelites. The burning bush experience. God speaking to Moses in the fire. The bush not being consumed. Moses says, well God, who shall I say has sent me? The God that shows up here is Yahweh. God says, tell them Yahweh has sent you. Yahweh translates, I am that I am. In other words, it's the self-existing one. The one who has always been, the one who is now, and the one who will always be. He wasn't born. He wasn't created. It could drive you crazy trying to figure out this aspect of God. Let me just encourage you, rest in the fact that he said, I am Yahweh. I am that I am. He's the self-existent one. 
That's what he said to Moses. And I believe he speaks it to us today. Maybe you remember God appearing to Abraham in Genesis chapter 22. God told Abraham to sacrifice his son, the one that he had waited for so long, and his wife Sarah birthed in her old age. Anybody remember this son's name? Isaac. Going up to the mountain, sacrificing his son. The knife is up and ready for the kill. And an angel of the Lord appears and says, wait. You remember the story? Off to the side, in the, in the thicket, in, in the bushes, there's a ram. A ram was caught in the thicket, the Bible tells us. Do you know the God that showed up here? Jehovah Jireh, the God that does provide. God provided a lamb for Abraham in the thicket, and I want you to know today he is still Jehovah Jireh, the God that does provide. Let him provide for you today whatever you might be needing, whatever you might be lacking. He's still Jehovah Jireh, my God that does supply. Folks, as we study the names of God, we are going to discover a few things like his name is good. How many believe that the name of the Lord is good? Psalm 52, 9 tells us, I will praise you forever because you have done it. And in the presence of your saints, I will wait on your name because your name is good. Hallelujah. In the good times, his name is good. In the bad times, his name is still good. All the time, I just want to tell you today, all the time, God's name is good. When it rains, when it, when it snows in Indiana. <laughs> no snow where you're at, man. You're not going to get any snow in Burbank. Burbank, Glendale, is that your area? Yeah, you're going to love this California living, I have a feeling. But no matter if it's raining or snowing or sleeting or what, God is still God and his name is still good. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody take about 20 seconds and just bless his name right now. His good name. He has a name that is good. He also will discover that his name is excellent. Psalm 8 and 1, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth who have set your glory above the heavens. Excellent. It's absolutely perfect and flawless. That's what it means. It's an excellent name. Nothing to be added to it. Nothing to be taken away from it. It's just perfect and excellent. We'll discover that his name is glorious. Psalm 115.1, not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto your name we give glory. Church, I want to challenge you and encourage you to glorify God's name in this new year. Glory in his name. Give the glory to his name. His name is glorious, amen? We'll discover that his name is holy. The angels cried out in Isaiah 6-3 and said to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, and the whole earth is filled with his glory. Holy, by the way, means to be set apart. As I said earlier, his name isn't like your name. Come on, tell me your name. Everybody just say your name out loud. 
That didn't do a thing for me. But you say the name that is above every other name. You say the name of Jesus. You call on the name of God. It is a set-apart name, folks. It's a holy name. It's to be revered. And let me just interject this. Cows are not holy. Guacamole is not holy. Toledo is not holy. And pardon my French, crap is not holy. It's awful, isn't it? Does that go through anybody else? We put holy, attach the word holy to so many things that are ordinary or even vulgar. God help us. I don't, I'm not trying to offend anyone. I'm just, I'm just talking to you where we're, where we're living. God is holy. And only God is holy. Keep that in mind as we discover who he is. Another foundational principle, number two, God gave his name to relate to his people. Jot this down. God gave his name not only to reveal his person, he also gave his name so he could relate to his people. Do you believe that God actually wants a relationship with you? I believe that. It's become a bit of a cliche over the years, but some people say Christianity isn't a religion. Christianity is a relationship. Well, it's actually true. That's what God desires. He wants to have a relationship with you. And so he gives us his name in order to connect us. Think of God's name as a connector to his people. When you know the name of God, you're able to connect to God and to that aspect of God and perhaps what you need. My kids call me dad. They need me to be dad. Many of you call me Pastor Steve because you've allowed me to be a pastor to you. And you need that. And I, I respect that. And I love that. That's my role. You're not calling just everybody Pastor Steve. You're not calling everybody pastor. You've allowed me the privilege to serve in that manner in your life. So we connect with God, finding out who he is. And he builds this relationship with us through his names. So as we study the names of God, I want you to take note and see how God is trying to reveal to you who he is so you can have a closer relationship to him. Don't leave God up in heaven as just one who is distant and detached making planets hanging stars get to know him have a closer relationship with God than you've ever had in your life by knowing who he is when we know his names we know him God for instance is Adonai my Lord my master God is Jehovah Jireh my provider, come on somebody. God is Jehovah Rophe. He is my healer. God is Jehovah Shalom. He is my peace. Jehovah Nisi. He is my banner. Jehovah Tidskanu. I don't say that right, but anybody know what that one is? He's my righteousness. He gave Thirdly, 
This third principle, God gave his name in order to release his promises. He gave his name because it's an indicator of who he is, and who he is indicates what he can do. It's a release of his promises to us. God's name, listen closely, God's name isn't a depiction of who he was. God's name is a description of who he is now. It's not a depiction of who he was. It's a description of who he is now and who he will be in your future. He's immutable. He's unchanging. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so, just as Jehovah Jireh provided for Abraham, he's still Jehovah Jireh today, and he will provide for us. Just as Jehovah Rohi shepherded David, he's still Jehovah Rohi, and he will shepherd us. He's still Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace. He's still El Shaddai, the almighty God who will satisfy. Know his name. Let his promises be released to you today. Who is God to you? Do you know who God is? In knowing his names, you will know who he is. Knowing who he is, you'll know what he can do, what he does. I feel the first name that you should know first name of God that you should know is Emmanuel. Emmanuel. This translates God is with us. What a thought. That God would come and live among us and dwell among us. This is the season we have just celebrated. It's the arrival of this Emmanuel, God with us. And they said that you shall call his name Jesus. Jesus. We say Jesus Christ. Christ translates... I'm learning a lot about the names of God, so I want to give you what I'm getting. Christ is Messiah, or the Anointed One. So Jesus, Yeshua, Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One, the Prophesied One, the Foretold One. His name is Emmanuel. I want you to start there knowing this name and calling on this name calling on the name of Jesus because see the Bible tells us that all who call on the name of the Lord yeah that's what it says all who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved that's such good news we call on Jesus and he saves us I want to ask you to bow your heads as we close this today. I want to pray with anyone who may be here today that needs to call on the name of the Lord and be saved. 
Muhammad can't save you. Buddha can't save you. The only name that you can call on and put your trust and faith in is Jesus. Emmanuel, God with us. And when you call on that name and ask him to forgive you, He will take away your wrong and your stains and your sin. He'll make you clean. He'll free you. So with heads bowed, if you're here today and you would like to call on the name of the Lord, you would like to be saved, I want you to lift your hand so I can pray for you before we leave. Come on, is there anyone you need to be saved today? Amen. Thank you. Thank you. In a moment, I'm going to ask everyone in the room to stand. And as the congregation stands, if you've lifted your hand, I want you to come to this altar so we could pray with you. The water fields will be here to meet you and pray with you and lead you in this prayer of repentance. Today is the day of salvation. Everyone stand. Emmanuel, if you've lifted your hand, please come. Let us pray with you now. This day is the turnaround day. Hallelujah. God with us. God with us. Reveal now. His name is called. you of tonight we're going to meet for our undecorating party at five o'clock okay so the time is a little different it's not at six come and meet us at five o'clock all right let's pray father we thank you god that you are with us god that we can call upon your name Lord god that we can pray to you and we believe that you hear our prayer god and you respond and you answer what an honor what a privilege to be called your child to be a child of God. We cry, Abba, Father, to you. We thank you, God, that you are everything we need. Father, all that we need is found in you. And I pray, God, that we would look to you, Father, in the midst of challenge and, and trial. Father, speak to our lives. Father, we pray, God, that we would reflect you throughout this week, wherever we go, that you would use us to get people closer to you. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen.